Is the FedEx warning bad news or good? It's Wednesday, September 21st, 2022. This is the Kelly Letter Podcast, and I'm Jason Kelly. Last Thursday, FedEx, the global shipping giant, reported what media called terrible news. It it posted bleak preliminary earnings and cited weakening demand and global shipment volumes. Now, naturally, the the first reaction anybody has is, "Uh uh-oh, FedEx is is the global vein structure of shipping. This is the big one. If they're not moving much volume, if their business is slowing down, that means the global economy is slowing down, which is bad news for business, bad news for stocks, bad news across the board. That's the first knee-jerk reaction pretty much anybody would have, right? I mean, the shipping companies and, and, and always the economists the, love to look sharp-penciled and, and, and gimlet-eyed pointing out that as goes copper, so goes the economy. As go the railroads, so goes the economy. As go the shipping companies, so goes the economy. And so on. And the, the days of that looking like some sort of breakthrough observation are long gone, in my opinion, but it's an easy thing to go to to look smart. On any program, a talking head can say, well, you know, Jim, I'm concerned because the shipping companies are slowing down. And instantly it looks like this guy has his finger on the pulse, or if it's a woman, this woman has some insider connection, connections, she knows what's up, and if those shipping companies are slowing down, that means the whole train is grinding to a halt. So that's the first thing that anybody thinks if a shipping company reports lower volume, and that's what, what FedEx did last Thursday. It withdrew full-year guidance, and it said we're engaging in significant cost-cutting measures. Share price went down. Everybody said, see, see, this is what's coming. This is what looks bad. Now, there are a couple things we need to look at here. First of all, how bad was the message from FedEx? Is that really the whole story? Everything's grinding to a halt because the economy is freezing up? Or is there more to it than that? You could probably guess there's more to it than that. And the second thing we need to look at is, are we supposed to be afraid of slowing economic news? Isn't this what the Fed is trying to accomplish? Aren't we trying to get inflation down by by slowing the economy? Aren't we raising interest rates to reduce business activity so demand falls, so prices fall? These are the two aspects of the FedEx report that make it seem possibly not as bad as initially billed. Let's dive into them one by one. First up, what was the actual message from FedEx? In the earnings release last Thursday, FedEx CEO Raj Subramanian said that, quote, global volumes declined as macroeconomic trends significantly worsened later in the quarter, both internationally and in the U.S., While this performance is disappointing, we are aggressively accelerating cost reduction efforts, end quote. Now, let's not doubt him. I mean, he's the the head of the company, so of course he has a better view of things than we do. But no CEO wants to come out and say, "Uh, things aren't looking as good for our company entirely because of our fault. It's always external factors. And definitely the world economy is slowing down. (laughs) What could you expect from us? 
we ship packages, if people aren't buying as much, if they're not shipping as much, our volume goes down, what can we do? All right, the nuance here requires going into a little bit of background. Ahead of the pandemic, FedEx had invested a great deal in its network and, and its margins were grappling with that investment. It was pouring so much money into its, its delivery network in order to compete with UPS and, and other, other rivals that it was, it was shifting its delivery mix to these lower margin uh, business-to-consumer deliveries. And, and, and it was having a, a hard time with it. All that investment costs a lot of money and that reduced margins. And the business-to-consumer shipping is not nearly as profitable as business-to-business -business and, and other types of, of business-heavy shipping. When you order something online and it's delivered to you uh, quickly by FedEx or even on the slow, the slow boat run by FedEx, that doesn't give them as much profit as if you're shipping giant crates of material where they have a, an ongoing uh, shipping agreement with a company. That, that kind of stuff is what is really the bread and butter of a shipping business. But, you know, look how the trends are going. I mean, people order stuff online, it's delivered to them. FedEx had to remain competitive in that game. And so it was investing in that. That was reducing its margins and it was focused on that. Then guess what? A giant gift came out of the sky came out of the sky over Asia, specifically over China, and that was the pandemic. What happened in that? As you know, e-commerce shot to the moon. Everybody was home, locked down, ordering online, and guess what? Residential package delivery went crazy. Because of that, because of the tight industry capacity that happened during the shutdown of COVID, FedEx had more pricing power. Suddenly it has more pricing power. It can charge more for shipping. Demand for business-to-consumer shipping is through the roof. And that brought an amazing uptick in profitability for ground, express, and freight deliveries. Now, none of this makes it into the earnings call as things are slowing down. But what really is driving the slowdown? Is it really that the global economy is grinding to a halt or the U.S. economy grinding to a halt? Partly, I think we have to admit that that's going to be some of it, but it seems to me, and it looks in data from other reports, such as just industry shipping and online shopping reports, that there's been a major shift away from online shopping. People are sick of it, maybe not entirely, but now that the stores are open, the restaurants are going, people want to get out again, at least in the U.S., and it looks that way overseas as well. It's the same in Japan, for example, and I've heard from friends in Europe that it's the same there. People would rather go to the store, walk through the aisles, pick things off the shelf and go up front and pay a human being standing there just because it's, it's fun. It's, it's novel these days. And so there's been less need for business to consumer shipping. And guess what? That's exactly where FedEx had been focusing the bulk of its investments pre-pandemic. That's exactly what helped it during the pandemic. And now that the pandemic is over and that boom is gone, Shipping volume is down and revenue is decreasing. Not the whole story, true, but that, that nuance matters a lot. Now, it's, if you were the CEO of FedEx and business had slowed down, the, the revenue was down, shipping volumes were down, and you've got a few data points in front of you, you can talk about how, well, the whole thing we invested in that was so killer during the two years of the pandemic is now not really looking so hot because people aren't shopping that way anymore. So we were caught a little bit flat-footed and we didn't really call the end of the pandemic as well as we could have. 
So, wow, you know, egg on my face. What a bummer. I sure hope this doesn't impact my bonus, but there it is, folks. Are you going to say that? Or without lying at all, you can say there does seem to be a worldwide recession. You know, interest rates are rising. We got this war in Europe that slowed down things over there. Gas prices, the whole thing. Oh, it's a, it's a terrible ball of wax. You know, look at this. Look at this. What, what can we do? We're doing the best we can. And we are focused on the places we can focus to run this business efficiently. We are cutting costs. We are going to put on our genius hats and we're going to manage our way through this. I don't know about you, but I think I would trend that way. I think I would talk about all the challenges worldwide and the changes we need to make. And I probably wouldn't mention that, you know what, if only we'd sense this pandemic ending about six months earlier, we might have been able to shift the business a little bit over to things that would have more staying power than the temporary pandemic. So not a lie, not dishonest, just messaging, right? That's what everybody does. That's what these conference calls are all about. Now, it, it looks like the, the, the report, the analysts looked at the report from FedEx and came out with different opinions as always, but a few of them did mention this idea that pent-up demand from the pandemic is, is going down now, and it probably won't be so transitory because people are getting back to this post-pandemic unwind, and, and maybe for a while now, they're going to want to be shopping in stores, so this business-to-consumer shipping may indeed be... be uh, ramping down for quite a while now. And that's the thing I believe FedEx doesn't want to say it should have seen coming because, you know, it just, I, I don't want to say that a person is dumb if they didn't see this, but it looks, it looks stupid if, if you look like you expected the pandemic to go forever. I mean, come on, you know, there were, there were, I mean, three months into it, the smart people were already saying this thing can't last. The death rate is so low. It's not even a direct threat to the economy. It's not even contagious enough to present a direct threat. All the economic damage is just due to the overreaction of government, et cetera, et cetera. That's not saying anything against vaccination or the mitigation campaign, but just eagle-eyed economic observers were able to see very early in the pandemic that there's no way this thing is inflicting lasting organic damage. And sure enough, it didn't. And people finally got tired of the mitigation measures once things had blown over for the most part. And so no company wants to look like, gee, we thought this would last a decade or more. It just looks silly. And of course, FedEx is not going to say that. So that's the first point is that, yes, FedEx's revenue is down. Yes, FedEx's volumes are down. And yes, there is an economic slowdown taking place. But the bigger story seems to be that the pandemic boom is over and FedEx didn't make the switch quickly enough so that it wasn't just living off that, that gusher of revenue called the business-to-consumer shipping boom of the pandemic. That's the first point. Now, the second point we'll get to right now. The second point is that we may want an economic slowdown. Let's grant that one is taking place, all right? Now, let's go beyond that and say, that's the intention. The Fed has been wanting to slow down the economy all year because its main focus now is reducing inflation. How do you reduce inflation? By slowing business down. You make the cost of borrowing higher so people don't invest as much. There's not as much demand. That's the whole story. And the Fed has been engaged in this 
pretty much all year, starting with, with talking and then actual policy changes. And, and this very week, we're getting another, another interest rate increase. And it's been a bad news is good news, good news is bad news kind of environment for a while, which comes up more than you might expect in the stock market. It's actually fairly common. If investors are worried about the central bank raising interest rates, then, then poor economic news can be good news because it reduces the odds of getting higher interest rates. And in, in this case, it could be that if indeed a major contributor to FedEx's lower volume is the slowdown of the economy, that might be good news. That might mean that, okay, if, if people are ordering less, let's just go through the whole, the whole food chain, right? If the consumer orders less, then businesses ship less, then FedEx has less shipping volume, then maybe the price of goods is going to come down in order to entice those consumers to go ahead and buy whatever they're looking for. Maybe shipping prices will come down in an attempt by FedEx and others to encourage shipping, and so on. This is not really advanced economics here. Just if the Fed can get demand down by, by, uh, by making money more expensive, then maybe we can get inflation down and eventually get back to a normal economy. And, and on that point, I would say for investors specifically, the, the inflation rate is a much more dangerous metric, a much more dangerous data point than the interest rate itself. We have seen stock, the stock market do pretty well, not, not amazingly well, but we've seen it do pretty well in real returns, that is adjusted for inflation, during periods of the rising federal funds rate. We saw that in the 1960s, for example. Um, and then, then in the 1970s, stocks actually didn't do that badly. But when you adjusted for inflation, which was out of control in the 70s, the real return from the stock market was, was no good. So if we have to just choose between these two factors, which, by the way, there are always many more than two. There are always so many that, that prediction based on a single factor is, is absurd. And analysts do this all the time. But just for this discussion, let's take those two in isolation. We have a high interest rate or a high federal funds rate. Which one would we choose if we had to choose the lesser of two evils? Without a doubt, we would choose the high interest rate. So if the Fed's higher interest rate can squash inflation, then that's going to be much better for stock investors because earnings can be decent through a high interest rate period. Companies adjust, things are figured out, people adjust to that as well. And if earnings can be decent, we could get a 7 to 9% average annual return for quite a few years while interest rates remain at a higher level, maybe not even exorbitant, but for example, 4%, which is about the area the Fed is targeting. So getting back to FedEx, if it's true that the economy is slowing down, then we should think, well, we needed to see that in order to get the rate of inflation down. So if, if part one is appearing, part two might not be far away. And the thing that's also helping to fight that inflation rate, the higher federal funds rate, we can, we can live with that for a while. So in this sense, even if FedEx is saying is correct in saying that the reason its business volumes are dropping is that the economy is slowing down, that may not be bad news for investors. All right, so take this with a grain of salt. The, the financial media jumped all over it saying, oh my gosh, there's the canary in the coal mine. There it is, folks. FedEx, flat on its back. That's it. Forget it. Game over. Not really. First of all, it's not flat on its back. 
Second of all, there's a lot more going than just the slowing economy. FedEx was caught flat-footed after the, after the pandemic ended, and that cash cow ran off the field. And now it's adjusting back to a more normal or even slightly shifting in the other direction post-pandemic wind-down. So that's part of what's going on. But of course, they're not going to put that front and center where they're talking about it. It's so easy to make the excuse of, well, global slowdown, what are you going to do? And then that other second point, even if we are getting a global slowdown, that could be good news for investors in the sense that it could be step one of finally getting this inflation rate under control. All right, so don't fret FedEx. <laughs> Thank you for listening. This is the Kelly Letter Podcast, and I'm Jason Kelly. Please subscribe to the podcast from any of the links at jasonkelly.com. And if you have a moment, please leave a review somewhere. If you have two moments, use that second one to subscribe to the Kelly Letter. I think you'll like it a lot. This is a great time to subscribe. The plans are on autopilot and doing just fine through this slowdown, and prices are still down. So you haven't completely missed your opportunity to prepare for the recovery. I send new letters every Sunday morning, so if, if you would like to start getting those, sign up for the letter. If you do nothing else, though, please join the free list at the top right of jasonkelly.com. Current subscribers, thank you for doing business with me, as always. Have a good rest of the week, and I will see you Sunday.